0: This is Not a Test, Domestic Violence Awareness and Prevention Month. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan, and our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. On the afternoon of October 4th, cell phones across the United States buzzed or beeped simultaneously, testing the national emergency alert system. Some news organizations, preparing the public for the alert, offered a warning. If you're a victim of domestic violence and have a hidden phone at home that your abuser is unaware of, silence it before the alert. It was chilling to hear the warning, to think how a simple test of emergency preparedness could actually deepen a real, ongoing emergency for some. Violence against women is a global blight. It transcends race, class, nationality, religious and political affiliation. The term intimate partner violence is synonymous, but acknowledges that there are male and non-binary victims as well. Importantly, intimate partner violence is preventable. October is Domestic Violence Awareness and Prevention Month in the United States, a moment to educate and engage in collective action to eliminate this all-too-often-hidden pandemic. Tracy McCorder's story painfully captures the devastating impact of domestic violence. She courageously recounted her ordeal in an award-winning essay on Truthout. In it, she describes the cascade of catastrophes that followed her victimization at the hands of her violent, estranged husband. In March
1: of 2020, I was living apart from my uh, spouse. Tracy recounted on the Democracy Now! News Hour. Because he had relapsed on alcohol and he would be violent. And uh, when he was drinking, his violence would lead to attacks that included choking. As a nurse, I knew exactly how dangerous strangulation is to uh, anyone, to a domestic violence
0: victim. um, It is considered the most dangerous form of domestic violence. Tracy's estranged husband repeatedly came to her door drunk. Harassing her and her neighbors to the point where she risked eviction. I felt desperate that
1: uh, if I was going to find a way to escape
0: him for good, I needed to help him. So on March 2nd, 2020, Tracy let her husband in despite his intoxication, not long after he was dead. He started saying, give me money, give me money, and I was
1: not going to give him money to help him keep drinking. He then proceeds to attack me, which included a choking episode, and uh, it ended up that he came away with my purse. Um, He was by the door. I was further inside of the apartment, and I wanted him to get out. I was so desperate for him to leave. He wouldn't leave. Neighbors heard me yelling at him to get out, get out, not to take my purse. I grabbed a knife um, that was a um, long, serrated knife. It was a a bread knife, because I thought I would scare him out of my apartment. It had, in fact, worked before that I was able to scare him um, into leaving me alone. Um, He approached me when he couldn't find my wallet in my purse. uh, And I had the knife, and he... It started to scratch him, in fact. It didn't scare him. And that terrified me. He was getting more angry, and so I agreed to give him my wallet. When I put the knife away and looked for my wallet, it wasn't where I normally kept it, in my scrub pants. And I pleaded with him that I I didn't know where it was, and he didn't believe me. And he was coming at me again. And I was terrified that he was going to now choke me to death. And I grabbed another knife out of my kitchen drawer. And as he was coming toward me, he stumbled. I don't know if it was because he was drunk or he stumbled on things that were on the floor. When he stumbled, he impaled himself on the knife that I was holding for my protection because I had a right to defend myself. And that wound
0: proved to be very grievous. Tracy called 911 and did what nurses are trained to do applied pressure to the wound. The police came into my apartment
1: and uh, then EMS, and I was forced away from uh, helping to save his life, uh, put in handcuffs. And I watched the police try to perform CPR on my husband, not putting pressure on the wound, and was forced to watch them pump the blood out of his body even faster than it was already going. And they wouldn't listen to me when I was trying to tell them how to save his life.
0: Tracy McCarter was charged with second-degree murder and sent to New York City's notorious Rikers Island Jail. Denied bail, she languished there for seven months as the COVID-19 pandemic ravaged the jail. McCarter was eventually released with an ankle monitor. She'd been pursuing a master's degree at Columbia University. Columbia suspended her for, of all things, gender-based misconduct. She lost her job, couldn't find work, as she had to check the box on applications that she had a pending felony case. Spearheaded by the grassroots group, survived and punished. A solidarity movement grew, using the hashtag IStandWithTracy. It was retweeted by several Manhattan district attorney candidates, including Alvin Bragg, who won. Though it would take him a year in office, he finally dropped the charges against Tracy McCarter. In May, Tracy graduated from Columbia University with a master's degree in nursing. She walked across the stage, draped in a banner that read, "'Columbia, you failed to support this criminalized DV survivor. I graduated anyway,' it said." She's resumed work as a nurse at Weill Cornell Medical Center. Tracy McCarter's is just one story. There are millions more. According to the CDC, almost half of women in the United States—about 60 million women—reported sexual violence, physical violence and or stalking victimization by an intimate partner at some point in their lifetime. The figure for male victims is around 7 percent. Seeking help when in an abusive relationship can be risky. But skilled people are available at the National Domestic Violence Hotline at thehotline.org, by calling 1-800-799-SAFE, that's 1-800-799-7233, or texting the word START to 88788. Millions of people suffer violence at home. Too many don't survive it. It's past time to end the scourge of intimate partner violence. This is not a test. I'm Amy Goodman, with Dennis Moynihan.